0: You're listening to Profit Without Worry, episode 110. Today we're turning content strategy creation on its head because I'm tired of people taking advice meant for big companies as the only way to do content creation to attract your audience. There are a lot of simple ways that you can do this and beat the bigger players in the process. So let's dive in. Hey there, I'm Michelle Evans, and this is the show where coaches, experts, and business owners like us get real about what it takes to create a profitable online business. I can tell you from experience that nonstop hustle plus random acts of marketing do not equal success. So how do we attract a steady flow of clients and sales without all the hustle? This is the Profit Without Worry podcast. Hey, hey, welcome back and thanks for tuning in. All right, as if you're listening to this as it comes out, you know that we're kind of in the middle of December 2019, and as we get closer and closer to the end of the year, I just keep seeing people talking about how you need to take this month or six weeks or two months to do these content creations so that you can have an epic 2020, right? I've heard this over and over again, and I want to penetrate the noise with a totally different approach to this. And so we're going to talk about that today. But first, I've got a question for you. Are you enjoying this podcast? If so, I need to ask you, beg you, plead with you. Could you please do me a big favor and leave a rating and a review on your podcast listening app of choice? This helps iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Amazon, and more know that real people are listening and recommending this podcast. And when you do, will you just send me a screenshot so I can give you a shout out? It's super easy. You can email me michelle at michellelevans.com or hit me up on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Tag me, use the hashtag profit without worry, and I'll try to find your message. Um, if you direct message me, it's a lot easier than trying to just find the hashtag. And thank you times a thousand percent. I really, really do appreciate your support. All right, let's dive into today's show. So when you saw that we were talking about content marketing today, what brought, like what came up for you? What'd you think about? Well, unless you're a writer that loves churning out blog posts and emails and video scripts and I don't know, webinar scripts and stuff, you're probably thinking content strategy is a lot of work. And even worse, you're not sure if that work's going to pay off for you. Am I right? I know that's what comes up for me. I'm like, oh, the content strategy again. And look, if you go Google content strategy right now, you're going to find 254 million pieces of content. I just Googled it today. There might be a couple more by the time you Google it, but you know, go ahead and check it out. There's a lot. And for me, when I Googled it, I skipped the ads at the top of the page, which obviously were for things that you should buy. And I took a look at the top five organic articles that Google served up to me about content strategy. Now, I got to say, there's some pretty good articles written by really, really smart, well-meaning companies and people. And the top five articles that came up for me, it might be slightly different for you depending on you know, what browser you're using and all that stuff. But here are the articles that came up for me. Number one, how to develop a content strategy, a start to finish guide. Number two, seven steps or seven step content creation strategy for epic content marketing. Number three, 11 steps to create a content marketing strategy to grow your business. Number four, how to create your content strategy from scratch. And number five, content strategy, a development guide. Now I went through and I took a look at these and I'm very familiar with content strategy. I've been doing it for a long time. Um, And you know, if you read these articles like I did, you're gonna get overwhelmed and feel like there's no way that you can create good content without, I don't know, taking a year and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Why? Well, let's take a look at some of the standard type of advice that's in these top rated ones. So in one of the articles, this is the one that's um, seven step content creation strategy on jeffbullis.com. And I'll link to these today. You can go read them if you want to. Um, his first step is ideation or brainstorming. Um And he says, you know, the groundwork for an epic post. Now, this is about an epic post, which is a specific type of content. Uh, But the groundwork needs to be laid out over the course of many days, even weeks. In order to prepare for the ideation process, you must ask your team to have a handle on the pulse of your target audience and niche at all times. This can only happen if you and your content team keep abreast of the latest happening in the niche. Follow thought leaders, keep track of the latest news, troll through discussion forums and hunt on social media. Basically, make every attempt to know all developments in your domain and the kind of information your target audience is looking for. Now, I have to say, it's not bad advice. Like, that's great advice, but I don't know about you. I don't have time to spend days and weeks doing that before I do anything. Like I need to be in the midst of it. So, you know, and I also don't have a giant team that can do that, right? When I was at Microsoft, that was totally doable. Like we had people who did nothing but trawl through and take a look and gather up and give tons of verbatims, you know, specific comments that people have made. There were people who that was their job. Um, and that's what they did 40 hours a week, (laughs) uh, 50 weeks a year or however many weeks they worked. Um, you know, and, and some of these other ones, like how to develop a content strategy, define your goal. Always good. Of course, like we all need to have a goal, but you know, you hopefully know what it is. And then number two is conduct persona research. And if you don't know this already, I, I don't love doing persona research unless you have a giant company and have thousands of customers where you know exactly who your buyer persona is, what steps they go through. When you're trying to create something new, when you're trying to um, get your business off the ground, that's not going to work. You got to do more hands-on stuff than just sit back and do an academic exercise in creating a buyer persona. And then they want you to run a content audit and choose a content management system and brainstorm content ideas and then determine what kind of content you want to create. And then they go through different kinds of contents. Like that sounds crazy, doesn't it? Um, and, you know, all of these are kind of a variation on this theme. Now, as I said, they're not it's not bad advice. It's just that it's not advice that's for you. And me, and here's the massive problem. Here is that all of these articles, these strategies, and these approaches, again, they're geared toward bigger businesses, businesses with tens or hundreds of thousands of website visitors a month. Do you have fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand people hitting your website a month? If you do, that's amazing. And these strategies will work great for you. If you don't, these strategies are not going to work for you. These are built for businesses that have thousands, not 10, not 100, but thousands of current and former customers. They have hundreds of thousands or even millions of dollars in advertising funds and teams of people to do research, to monitor social media, to do um, and, you know, writing and analyzing the content that they're creating. Like there are some amazing companies that really do content strategy well. And they've got teams of people and huge payrolls for those people because that's what they do day in and day out. But you and I, we are running lean operations. I don't know about you, but I do not have hundreds of thousands of dollars to do content advertising every month on top of I don't know, hiring a team of 20 people to do this. And that's why you and I, we need to be smarter about what we do to get great content out to our audiences because one piece of advice in these that I do not disagree with, in fact, I wholeheartedly agree with, is that content can be the key that unlocks your audience for you. Like when you create great content, It really unlocks that doorway where people are like, yeah, I want to read more about that or I want to hear more about that or I want to follow this person because they're saying some really interesting stuff. I don't think that at our size of businesses, content strategy should be, you know, wasting time navel-gazing, you know, going through weeks and weeks and weeks of research and hoping that some brilliant content marketing idea jumps out of the sky and into our brains because it's not going to happen. The teams that work on these kinds of content strategies that are from, you know, the articles that I was reading to you a little bit, they don't have to worry about, you know, um, launching launching um, products or having sales calls or doing their bookkeeping or, um, you know... I don't know, doing videos and all that stuff, they're simply coming up with a strategy and they might be executing like writing some blog posts, but they're not having to juggle all the hats that you and I have to juggle as small business owners. And that's why we have to be smarter about what we do to get great content out there. Because if we just wait for a brilliant idea to come and strike us about, oh, this is the next opt-in I should create, or this is the next video that I should do, it's not gonna happen. And when I see people in, you know, Facebook groups that I'm a part of and they're saying, What should my opt in be? I'm like, Oh, I'm so sorry that you feel like you have to sit around and figure this out and perfect it behind the scenes because you really should turn that process on its head. And here's the fun part you and I we have the ability to be a lot more flexible with how we approach creating content and testing it out before we ever spend weeks and weeks of time or um, hundreds of dollars on creating something, right? In fact, when I work with clients and students, a lot of times we'll do this process backwards um, because we're trying to get good insights before we dive into the expensive and time-consuming process of creating a content strategy. So here's the here are the steps that I go through with my clients so first obviously you've got to have uh, a goal like you need to know am I trying to test a message am I trying to attract new people do I have a proven offer like obviously you need to know what it is you're trying to do and you know let's just say in this, in in your instance, you want to attract a new audience and you want to test your message. And somebody who does this really well is Dr. Michelle Mazer from she has the Rebel Rising podcast and she has a bunch of different things, but her three-word rebellion, which is a book you can get on Amazon that I love, um, really helps you understand like how to how to come up with a message a message like profit without worry, a message like start with why, a message like that that you can really test to see um, if if it's working for your audience. But even before that, you can do something simple like if somebody asks a question in a Facebook group and you see people giving really commonly accepted answers that your industry usually talks about. So, you know, in this case, you know, um, a common answer for doing content creation is, um, create your persona, your buyer persona, you know, do weeks and weeks of research, do all this kind of stuff. And I would say, you know, I would step in and say, you know what? it really depends on the size of your business. And I would challenge people to think differently. So what's something that you could challenge people to think differently on that could help you stand out from the same old, same old pat answers that people give that aren't serving your audience? I mean, obviously you don't wanna take exception to, to advice that works, but if you're like, you know, I've heard that advice before, but it really doesn't work for the kinds of people I wanna work with. I'm gonna step in there with maybe a, slightly rebellious kind of answer and really challenge people to have a conversation and to think about this differently. You know, if you, if it's crickets and nobody um, engages with you. Okay. So that it didn't land. That's okay. You just did a test. If you start seeing engagement and people saying, tell me more, or this is interesting, or even you're wrong and here's why, that's awesome. It means that people are saying, whoa, 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 what are you talking about here? This is challenging me to think differently. And you know that it has some some engagement. And, And you'll probably find people asking you questions like, help me understand more about this, or what do you mean by that? Or can you give me an example? If you start doing that, and that costs nothing, right? That's just you being a part of communities on Facebook, on um, you know, LinkedIn, even in some places, you know, I don't know, just message boards and stuff where people are, it depends on where your audience is. But if you can just kind of put a stake in the ground, draw a line in the sand and say, you know what, I stand on this side while everybody else is giving you these pat answers on the other side that aren't working for you. Listen to me, I've got a little bit of a different perspective about this. And when people start leaning forward and saying, tell me more, you know, you're on to something. Now, does this involve you, you know, knowing, you know, kind of where your audience hangs out and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, but you can still test it. If you get crickets from one area, maybe your audience isn't there, and you can move on to another area. So I just want you to think about as you're going out there and and challenging the, challenging the common wisdom, the status quo that's out there, or putting kind of, um, I don't know, uh, challenging questions or you know calling out some BS that you see. If you start putting that out there, you're going to see where you get engagement from. And that's going to give you a clue of where your audience is. And then the next step is where the Facebook ads can come in to really help you accelerate that. So if you wanted to, you could put $50 or $100 behind a small piece of content that you create. So let's say that you you had tested some messages in some Facebook groups or some LinkedIn groups or even putting some tweets out on Twitter with hashtags or on uh, Instagram with hashtags. So people are finding you. uh, And you say, all right, this piece of, this, this idea that I have, people are interested in it. I want to put together a quick video or a quick blog post or something like that. Do it and then do some ads, put some money behind it and see, you know, what audience is really responding to you. Um, How is it really going? Like this is what I do to help my clients who've had a really hard time finding their message and their audience. This is exactly what we do. It doesn't take a lot of money, but it does take paying attention. Paying attention to what people are asking, what they're talking about, and then you know putting your own voice in the ring. Not another same old, same old voice that everybody else is hearing, but your own unique spin. What is your own approach to this, and you know, if you did a video and you put a hundred dollars behind your video, you'd probably get in front of i don't know eight to ten thousand people, maybe slightly less kind of depends on who your audience is. but it's not like you have to spend a lot of money to really test this out and to see are people clicking over to watch my video to read my blog post? are they making a comment on this on this um uh, ad that I'm doing, like it's really easy to start to see traction or not. And you just do this test over and over until your audience tells you, yep, I want a lot more information about that. And that's when you know, ding, 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 this is the content I'm going to focus on. This is what people are interested in. And that's um that's really what what I do over and over is it's just this Kind of test, test, test until we get a winner. And once we get a winner, then we might create an opt-in or you know just kind of again it goes back to what's your goal. So we might have an opt-in, we might have um, some videos or some blog posts or you know some emails or a combination of those, and we really help you know attract the right people in and help them get that more information so they're ready to make a buying decision. And it's really as simple as that. It's really, you know, being brave enough to get out there, a little bit messy, to share something that's maybe not totally baked behind the scenes. Like, you know, you kind of have this idea, and you're gonna run out and share that idea, and see are people um, gonna pay attention to you. Now, when I say an idea, I mean. Obviously, you need to talk about what your business is about. Like, I, I, you know, if I was to start talking about, I don't know, um, like family family meal planning and um, vacation planning and politics and all these things, you'd be like, I have no idea what you're talking about, Michelle. So you need to stay on your message about what your business is. But within that, you can do a lot of testing. So I, I do want that caveat that you don't want to be like randomly all over the place, just like <laughs> challenging everything. Um, But if you stay within your business and stay within the kinds of people that you want to serve or the kinds of problems that you want to solve for, for clients or customers, it's really easy to get in there and test and to find your audience. They're going to tell you who they are because they're gonna be clicking on your ads. They're gonna be reading through your blog posts and your emails. They're gonna be commenting on your videos. They're gonna share. They're gonna ask for more insight. That's when you know that you have something that really catches on. So I'd love to hear how this goes for you. So instead of going into your 2020 content planning with like you know rolling up your sleeves and putting on your glasses and doing oodles and oodles and oodles of research, What do you think about this concept of knowing, you know, what your business topic is, but putting some ideas out there that might challenge the status quo or, you know, challenge people to think slightly differently? What do you think about doing that messy? So, you know, you don't have a whole email series behind it or a blog post or anything like that. You're literally floating messages to see what people respond to. And how could you use this to reframe your content creation to work better for you, to get you into action more quickly, and to be much more manageable so you're not having to guess at what people want to hear from you, but you know. You know that people are interested in these topics, and now you know what to create. I'd love for you to hit me up on social media or just email me, michelle at michellelevans.com. And as you were listening to this, did you think of someone who could use these insights about content creation and creating profit without worry in their business? Because when your content creation is on, it's so much easier to attract your audience and it will never be done in the vacuum of just navel gazing and I don't know, thinking about what great content pieces you could put out there. So, if you can think of someone who could use this, would you do both of us a big favor and share this episode with them? It's super easy to do from whatever podcasting app you're listening on, or just share the URL for today, for today's show, which is profitwithoutworry.com/forward/slash/episode-one-one-zero, and your friend can listen right there. And don't forget to download your me Five Steps to Profit Without Worry. You can get that at today's show notes or profitwithoutworry.com forward slash free so that we, you can see what it takes to create a movement with your marketing. All right, I hope you have an amazing week and I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place, on another great episode of Profit Without Worry. See you then.